Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Learner's Corner Podcast. This is the podcast for lifelong learners where we learn from anything and everything. My name is Caleb Mason. My name is Todd Hicksonball, a.k.a. the Todd Father. We potting up in here today! <laughs> and uh, today, we are looking back on April 2019 and giving you some of the best resources and lessons and just stuff that we've enjoyed over the past month dude i feel like i feel like our opening where we both do our patented little thing where you you know kind of read it in and then we both introduce ourselves i feel like we do that and then like i start yelling about something and you know what it, you know what it reminds me of it reminds me of like looking back at your high school haircut that you had you know what i'm talking about like whatever your high school like what listener out there like whatever your high school haircut is and comparing it to now and you're like all straight laced and like you know trying to be cool or whatever and then like now you're just all ratchet i thought you were specifically talking about like me no no you were a dope high school kid <laughs> thank you todd i appreciate it's not that. true but, this <laughs> is, but you know i like to lie to you sometimes like you feel better yeah um, but anyways i feel like that's how our openers are sometimes where it's like la 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 la, la and then let's be ratchet exactly so anyways we're potting we are potting todd I'm going to let you get us. What what do we want to look back on? First? Man, we're doing our end of the month. What is this? April? Yes, this is <laughs> what April. What I learn? Mm. Well, one thing. Oh, we're going with le- what we've learned right off the bat. Okay. Well, one thing, um, you know what today is. I do know what You know is. what today is. Yeah. As of this, ep- this podcast episode coming out, Caleb and I are probably right now as you're listening to this either planning – on and, and and just salivating over the fact that, that we're gonna go see Endgame tonight, Avengers. Yeah, Endgame Avengers tonight, Endgame. Or we're are we're or we're there. Or, we're or there. if you're listening to this three years in the future, it was amazing. <laughs> Either way, so you will hear our takes next month. Yes, for Avengers. Or Endgame. who knows? Maybe 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 we'll just throw it as a resource of the week. It's so good. <laughs> You never know. Oh, there we go. All right. So in this last month, what are we doing? So we're doing, what are we doing? We're doing books. I'm giving it to you. What, what are we getting started with? All of it. Hey, you know, the biggest thing that's made an impact on me, um, it's made an impact on me this, this month is, is a couple, couple, man, I got a couple things, um, that, that we can start off with and, and I'm just going to go broad. Right. So I'm not going to. I'm not going to get into like we'll get into specific when we into our categories but man I have been listening to the artist her um and so I've been listening to uh the last time she put out an actual album was 2017 but dude she just has some dope music mm-hmm. like her music is just dope so I've been listening to her and I'm I'm telling you right now man she just came out with a with a song in February called Hard Place that's getting Todd in his feelings right there. Gets me in my feelings. I'm telling you, if you're not on the her train, you should be. And so that's one thing that's really made a made a great, big, huge, humongo, humongi impact on me. The other one is um, I read The Way of the Warrior by Erwin McManus. Mm. And uh, I read that this past month. And, um, man, there's just a lot of great – you know, we'll probably, we'll probably, I said, let's, let's just, let's just dive in right it. there. Cause I got that. All right. I got that. Let's too. just, let's just go there. Um, so I, I'll start with my, my, my takeaway on that, dude, that book. So 
where do I want to start with this? So with Irwin, every time he writes a book, he kind of reinvents himself. So, you know, when you go back to, to like The Artisan's Soul, right, which is a book he came out with, what, in 13, 2013, something like that? Yeah. Somewhere around in there. That was like where he got into the bag of like um, creator guy, right? Like mm-hmm. super creator guy and, you know, he's fashion and, and doing all this stuff. I think that's probably my favorite book that he's written. It's it, yes, yes. Not I not agree. not to say that it's not not that not that yeah. the last arrow or the way of the warrior are bad because yep. actually I think the way of the warrior is phenomenal and I really enjoyed as just a read. There's there's reasons there's yep. these reasons, but like so he did that book and it was like this man this this great uh, look at, at creativity, and it was great. And then he comes out in sixteen with. The Last Arrow. And The Last Arrow was interesting because he went from creator guy to this fatalistic, like, hey, you need to, you need, you need to, like, shoot everything. You do everything that you can do. Like, yep. shoot all of your arrows. Like, shoot all of them. Don't save your last arrow. Like, don't save it, right? That was the bottom line, basically, for the book. Yep. And then he did it again with this one where he goes almost, like, philosophical, right? Every time he re- he writes something, he reinvents himself, and I love it. And so this book, you know, a couple of the, the, the things that I really loved and that I took away from it and that really um, – that I really took away were, were – was okay. So one is, hey, you – our mindset, our mind frame, how we set ourselves up every day is, is crucial. So crucial. And not just like, you know, this book, he gets into a lot of mental health things. He Mm -hmm. he does all he goes there. But also from like just being a a productive, successful person, right? Like the way you set your mind, the way you set your your mindset, your spirit for the day or for the week or for the month or for the last year, like it does actually impact a lot. Like it matters. That was a huge thing. And so, you know, I've just been doing regular checkups. Like, hey, where's my heart at? Where's my head at? You know, am I going into these things with lots of negativity? You know, wanting bad things to already basically happen. So what? where's my head space at? Um, definitely being much more conscious as well of, hey, am I, am I running too hard? You know, where's my mental health at? Am I feeling burnout? All that kind of stuff. Um, so this book really was an introspective read for me. Mm-hmm. And, and I know that you have a lot of thoughts about it, too. Um, but yeah, for me, introspective, great on mindset, things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I completely agree. Two, two chapters specifically. Mm. Um, the first one to where he, he broke the notes out. The first one to where he specifically talks about inner peace and creating that, and then what you were saying with with the mental game and with mental toughness, with mental strength, with mental resilience. Those things just combined um, really good for me because I found, like, especially this past month, I feel like I've had to fight more mentally than I maybe ever have in the past of, um, you know, just as, uh, you know, just as the Apostle Paul in Scripture talks about of taking, and we've talked about this too, about taking your thoughts captive, not letting, yep. not letting your thoughts go all the way down. And, like, one of the things that he talks about is, I forget how many thoughts a day that we have it's like 50,000 something along those lines but he says that we're only really aware of 20% of those and so you just you just think of those things and you think of the negativity that can build up 
through it if you're not careful and letting yourself go down the path. Here's um, here's kind of a quote or kind of a passage of the book that stood out to me. Peace does not come because you finally have control over your life. Peace comes when you no longer need control. The warrior knows that peace does not come from control, but from relinquishing control. Everything in your life that you try to control that is outside of your control will still from you your peace. You must choose to take hold of what you can control and let go of what you cannot. You cannot control your circumstances, but you can control your character. You cannot control the actions of others, but you can control the choices you make. You cannot control the outcome, but you can control the process. It was just a good reminder to me because that's just stuff that um, that I'm kind of working on right now is and really just being challenged and, you know, really trying to um, I'm just being challenged with is there's more in my control than what I think. And yeah. I need to surrender control of the things that aren't my control. There so go. there we go. While we're on books, I'm just going to give you a couple uh, I didn't really have a a great reading month, to be completely honest with you. I'll say a great like. Per- okay, let's let's qualify this. A great reading month for you and I, because we're freaks. Well, most other people though. I am a, I am about to qualify it with some. Well, I am re- I am reading some other stuff right now, um, for some work stuff and things like that. But I'm not See, quite. You know I mean? But I'm not quite ready to recommend any of those books <clears throat> yet because I haven't finished them. Anyway, that's him saying they're trash. No, they're. There are some good ones in there, but I'm just not done finishing them yet. Anyway, okay. let's move on to some fiction for me. Actually, you got any others? Or you want... Of books? Yeah. Or you want me to go fiction real quick? Go fiction. Okay. Go fiction. Let me look back on my arc. So I've been on this series for the past several months. Oh, Lord. And I'm just going to continue. Go. The Throne of Glass series. Yeah, oh, my me. goodness. Please. So it is getting so much better. So... I've read a couple books this past <laughs> month. I'm just sitting here. Is for those uh, of you, because you got, because you guys can't see me. I'm just sitting here. Just yeah, I'm just gonna say. Here we go. I'm in the middle, moving towards the end of the Throne of Glass series. Keep reading it; it's great. Um, in other news, on in terms of books that actually matter, um, the, ah, I just got you. Uh, I have been rereading. So I took a class in college. Um, it wasn't really a class; it was more like a small group. I was a part of. And uh, it was this uh, professor who was like obs- – it was a theology professor who was obsessed with C.S. Lewis. And so, you know, during that small group meeting and that, you know, we read basically everything that C.S. Lewis had ever um, written. And I'm going back through and reading some C.S. Lewis books. Dude, I just finished um, The Great Divorce. Have you read that? I haven't. I didn't think you had. I- I'm trying to remember which books you and I have talked about what, th- th- that he's written. I'm in the middle of reading The Four Loves right now. Uh, that's right. That's a good I'll go back and reread that too. Well, anyway, um, so I'm about uh, probably three-fourths of the way again through The Great Divorce. Oh, my word. Um, This book, I remember in in college thinking uh, this book was so real and so honest and really looked at at pain and divorce and – emotions and where God fits into all of that, dude, it's so good. I'm just remembering it again. I highly recommend, by the way, anything that C.S. Lewis writes, read it. But the great divorce is one that, um, I'm really, I'm really in on at the moment. It's, it's just really, 
all that in a bag of chips. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is, you're going to laugh at me, but I also read In a Pit with a Lion on a Snowy Day by Mark Batterson. Mm-hmm. I read that whenever it first came out years ago, but I reread it. It's pretty good. I My, my first time reading it, I was like, all right, it's a good book. You know, it's not the greatest book of all time. You know, it's not Harry Potter. But it's not, like, trash. Mm-hmm. And I, I reread it, and it really is good. A couple takeaways for that. Don't go in a pit with a lion on a snowy day. That's good advice. End of the story. <clears throat> okay. You were talking about music earlier. Let's go to music. You oh, want me You want me to go? Or? Yeah, you better go first. Okay. Dude, I got so much. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna just going to hit you with a couple albums real quick. Um, and it is uh, the People album by Hillsong United. Have you listened to any of this? Negatory. I have important things to listen to. Yeah, this is important. It's really good. I will listen to it then this weekend. Yeah. I'll listen. Especially, I mean, you've listened to As You Find Me, though, right? Yeah, well, because every church in America right now is playing that song. <laughs> by the way, we're recording this right before Easter weekend. I, five bucks. Five bucks. Bet right now. Five bucks. That. What's the percentage? I'm going to go 40% of churches that play contemporary music play that song this weekend. Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, that, that, anyway. That's pretty close. That. And. So the whole thing is good is what you're saying. Yes. Boom. And then also Khalid's new album. Just go listen to anything by Khalid. Oh my. Just go listen to anything by. That guy is so good. He's so, he's so good. He's so good. I wish that right now we had the licenses and stuff to be able to play his music <laughs> on this podcast episode. But we don't. You can go to but YouTube go, or any streaming service. Go, yeah, just and go listen to or it. buy it. You know, his music is actually worth just buying. Also, I've been. Uh, I'm going like one playlist that is helping me is so I'm doing a little bit of writing right now and I have a specific focus playlist that has helped me a lot. It's like a lot of instrumentals, instrumentals of like pop radio, hip hop, you know, slower music as well. I like it a lot. Yeah, and I sent you that I sent you that one. So there's a what I forget what it's called. Hold on. <clears throat> hip hop instrumentals and beats freestyle rap battle the playlist by yep. logan webb shout out to logan webb on spotify so good it's like all of the best songs that are out there right now hip-hop songs and it's just the instrumentals and i'm sure there's others that are like so much better than that but yeah we'll throw it in the show notes yeah it's it's dope um, so music, are you ready? Or are you still, you still got stuff? You still spitting stuff? I'm good. I'm good. Mm. All right. Let's start with some soul slash R&B. Her, I mentioned her at the top of, of the thing, Hard Place. Go listen to her. Um, her title, her title um, album that she came out with is self-titled. It's called Her. Dude, I've been going through this thing. It is so good. It is so good. She has a song called Best Part. It's just, yeah. You just, just go listen to it. Okay, so her. So her. Go listen to her. Another one. Anderson Pack. Anderson Pack. 
He was on uh, the Black Panther. He was on Black Panther album. Kendrick Lamar curated. Anderson is also so good. And he has a song right now out with sm- that features Smokey Robinson. So that alone should get you to go listen. And then he's also done stuff with features by J. Cole, Andre 3000, Brandy. I mean, come on. Like, What more do you want? Yeah, not a big deal. <clears throat> not a big deal at all. Um, Anderson Pack, go out, check that stuff out. What else have I been listening to, dude? I've been listening to so much. Uh, Rumblings, have you heard this? Drake is coming out with new stuff, like, soon. Kendrick Lamar uh, is coming out with new stuff, like, soon. So excited about that. Um, So excited about that. There's a song out right now by uh, Jesse Reyes in black, and it's spelled six lack. Like the number six, L A C K, um, which by the way, uh, Black is just—he's a great guy, and he also is a phenomenal artist. So go listen to anything by him. But they have this new song out with Black featuring on it, and it's called "Imported." Go check that out. Um, also, Jesse Reyes, man, so good. I'll have to check him out. I haven't heard of him before. Oh, it's 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 a her. Jesse Reyes is a her. Okay. I apologize. I apologize. I did not mean that. So there's that. There's that. Um, Yeah. Go and check out new music um, between those two. And then, okay, I would be remiss if I didn't just because everybody right now is on this. And it kind of cracks me up because it's become like one of those, like the God's plan. And then what was the song, the Drake song last year? In My Feelings, right? Oh, I know what you're going to say. You know where I'm going. Lil Nas X. Caleb's been jamming to this. I can see him in his car. Let's let's talk about that for a second. Let's why, talk about why it. Why do you think that? Which I like. I like the song. By the way, it's enjoyable. Yeah. It's, you I don't mean, like the beat. song? It's a good beat. I like it. Why do you think that song is doing so well? So it's a shift in music. So we'll get to this when we get to podcasts that we're listening to. But Joe Budden has a podcast now. Joe Budden is a hip hop artist. He's an old head. He's a great like. I love Joe's music. Joe talked about this on his podcast, and he's like, here's the deal. Here's why this songs like this go crazy. And, well, Joe makes a joke about white people. And then after that, he says, it's literally because that song in terms of songwriting is not good. It's not good at all. <laughs> it's like the same couple things for about two minutes. It's the beat. People like huge bass drops, and they like just this – uptown this up up just go at it you could dance to this thing mm-hmm. you could fist bump to this fist pump to this thing people absolutely love that on top of it it's kind of weird isn't it like there's this country music thing going on with the banjo and, and you know it gets thrown and then the, the other thing that, that i think also catapulted it is the fact that um country music the billboard country music billboards kicked it off it was the number one song in country music. Yep. And they literally said, this has nothing to do with country music and kicked it off. It's the yep. number one song in the country right now. I was going to say, and then you know what happened? It went to number one on the overall charts. It absolutely went insane. And I, there's a huge part of it that's because it got kicked off the country thing mm-hmm. and everybody's talking about oh, it. Oh, yeah. Everybody wants to check it out. And and now it's literally um, the biggest thing on TikTok right now. Like, this is it is the song on TikTok that everybody's using. Um, yes, I know what TikTok is. Don't at me. Yeah. 
So those are some. Is that it for music? You know what? Let's just stop there because I could just keep going on. Okay. Let's just stop there. Ariana Grande, right? Seven Rings. Go out, check (laughs) out. This is the April podcast top. (laughs) Um, It's still good. Uh, let's go movies. Mm. I haven't watched that many movies this month. Okay, I can take it then. Yeah, go. You go. Okay, I haven't watched so. There's, yeah, I got one. Just, you, you talk. So I got two that I uh, first seen. First is Enter uh, Spider-Man, Enter the Spider-Verse. Have you seen that? Um, no. Really good. I'm almost 27 years old. That's okay. I am. I am 27, and I listened and I watched it, and I liked it a lot. You're, you're a good grown up. I think it remi- it reminded me um a lot. So if you're this isn't a spoiler warning because it's literally apparent in the trailer and also it's been out for a while yeah like come on so there's multiple spider people in this and so there's uh a peter parker who is uh who is spider-man who's uh who's older and is more cynical and it talks and it really shows part of his journey of um of becoming more less cynical becoming more hopeful and then also the story of Miles Morales as well. Which is huge. Of just the relationship between him and his and his dad yep. and working through a lot of those things. And so super good. And then the other one that I've seen is Us. Have you seen Us? No. I don't watch horror movies. You know that. Oh, man. I'm not much of a horror movie person, but I'll tell you what. I will go see anything that Jordan Peele created. And there's a lot of um, just a lot of good commentary on it about you know about our about ourselves and our humanity and looking into um looking into the deep part of our souls that we don't always like to acknowledge as well so on that happy note what did you what movie movies, man. so what movie did you watch dude i went on a weekend binge and I watched like eight James Bond movies. And I'll tell you this. I forgot how great James Bond is. I am not linking to all of those James Bond movies. In the you show don't have notes. to. Just here's the deal. Here's what I'll tell people. Go and I. Okay, I'll give you two. If, you, if you're going to start, just if you never watched. Yeah, James Bond give before, us two. I got two for you. All right. Number one, you have to watch Thunderball. Sean Connery. It's in the 60s. It's one of the first Bond movies. And watch the one with Sean Connery. There's two of them. Watch the one with Sean Connery, obviously. Second one, and this is for like, you know, people who are going, I've never seen James Bond before, but Daniel Craig's James Bond. Watch Casino Royale. It's got Daniel Craig. It was made in 2006 or 2007. You need to watch it because it's legit and it's necessary. Cool. That's what I did. But there's I watched a ton of them that weekend. Okay. Let's move on to podcasts. This is where you like to talk about. Okay, so you want me to, to go. It. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just going to go down through some really quickly. One is Andy Stanley's podcast about generations in there. Have you listened to that yet? Um, no. 
Come on. I'm, listen, but man. He talks about gen, gen, generational diversity in the workplace, the different tensions um, that happen within and how to overcome it. He talks with Tim, Tim, Tim Elmore about it as well. I think another one is the Craig Rochelle leadership podcast called How to Be Real and Not Be Weird. Have you, have you listened to this one? No? Come on, Todd. But I think that it's very appropriate for you to listen to it. Thanks. I appreciate it. That's I why you. I did. I, I love you. I listened to it multiple times. <laughs> hopefully. Just hope, that he said that out hope, Hopefully it's working. Anyway, uh, he, he talks about yeah. whenever it's uh, appropriate to be transparent, not to be too transparent, and so on and so forth. Uh, and then a greater story with Sam Collier. Oh my goodness! The conversation between Lecrae, Tadashi, oh, Shante oh, Das, DJ Wade, Wado. Oh my gosh. goodness! So good. Ooh. They they talk about Tadashi, kind of the theme of Tadashi's new album, yep. which is uh, oh man, I'm drawing a blank on it. But pa- but pain and never never folding and persevering throughout it all. And they just have a great conversation based around their own experiences with that too. And then uh. <laughs> Um, another one is you're going to, uh, actually I'm going to give you a few Carrie Newhoff ones. Please do. Car- By the way, Carrie's on fire. He has been, he has been on fire. Woo, shout out, Carrie. One is with Katie Cole mm-hmm. and, oh man, she talked about new rules for men and women in the workplace and creating a culture that, that episode's leverages a game changer. female leaders. I'll, I'm just going to give you one thing that is, um, that's really challenged me. And it's the line for women leaders. It's not all closed doors. It's just more doors that you have to open yourself. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's something that I've really been challenged with um, this month. And we'll get into it um, a little bit later of kind of how, how that's playing out as well. And then uh, also talk about generational differences. The one with Hayden Shaw as well. Yes. And then Carly Fior- yes. Fiorina. Do you, do you remember her yeah. at all? Like she Does ran it, for president. She ran for president and and also was the CEO of what was it a top hundred? Yeah, of HP. Yeah, I, I I couldn't remember if it was top hundred or top fifty. I think it was top, top fifty 20, at one top point. 20. Top twenty at one point. Dude, can you imagine? Like we're we we lead in churches and we lead you know churches that are a little larger than normal. Can you imagine being in charge of that in the leadership cachet that you would have to use every day? No, like you. Ugh. Anyway, yeah. here's here's a couple of things to whet your appetite for the episode with Carly. Mm-hmm. If someone can't explain something to me in everyday language in five tries or less, they actually don't understand it. See this? If I swear, if you ever pull that out on me, we're done. And then uh, the other one is that, um, and sometimes it's more, sometimes leaving things the way they are is the riskiest path. Yep. Instead of not doing. It. Yep. And then I got one more Carrie episode, and then I got a couple more podcasts. The, Let's do it. His episode with Tyler Regan. Oh. Uh, especially. WTF. Especially what he talked about, you know, he especially towards the end of the conversation, he talks about self-awareness. Yep. And he talks about how self-awareness isn't any good if it doesn't move into the next phase of emotional intelligence, which is self-regulation, which means behavior change. And so if your habits aren't changing because of, your awareness then what good is self-awareness right 
Then I got a couple That Sounds Fun episodes, which is with Annie F. Downs, one with Kevin and Rhea Queen, and then with Mac and Meredith Brock. That episode was dope. You listened to that? I listened to podcasts, Caleb. Well, I'm, I didn't know that you listened to that podcast. Okay, I got one. I got one more, and it is from our guy. This is a shout out to Brandon Hostetler, by the way, because it's from Hoss. It's from our guy Brandon, who just started working at Elevation Church. I got an like I got a sermon from Pastor Stephen Furtick, and it is the danger of a dream. And the thing that really stood out to me, I, I got it recommended. I actually got it recommended to me from, uh, from my aunt. And I want to give you, I want to give you the line that, um, that's really stood out to me and I'm looking for it really quick. Here we go. Okay. Uh, you know, just being a person of faith, one of the things that he, he stood out a lot is he said, don't follow your dreams. Follow Jesus. And your dreams will follow you. Yep. And really what he talked about was how, um, you know, we go in chasing our dream and it ends up looking differently than what we, than what we thought it would be. And I just look back on my life and that's exactly how my life has played out for a lot of it for the most part. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Let's go. All right. So I listened to a podcast called the Torre show i think that's how you pronounce it pretty sure but anyway this guy interviews people and i will give you a couple of the people that he has interviewed mark lamont hill wu-tang clan Derek johnson dennis rodman uh macy gray Anyways, Evander Holyfield, you get you get the you get it. They're like really top level people. And I listened to an episode that came out on April 17th. And it was where he interviews Dr. Molina Abdullah. And the title of this episode is I will share this with you. I am the lion of Black Lives Matter. <laughs> Okay. You need to listen to this podcast episode. Um, it she gets into how you know by being affiliated with Black Lives Matter, it actually impact has impacted her personally, mm-hmm. where you know she's been blackballed from things like just straight up blackballed because people have said, you know, you are you're basically you are you're too much. Like mm-hmm. we can't we can't endorse you. We can't blah blah blah, and and how that's um. And what's really interesting is she is uh, – one of the things that she's well-known for is being probably the loudest and most well-known critic of the Los Angeles Police Department. They talk about that. It was so good. That mm-hmm. episode was really good. I, they talked about some things that I just didn't – you know. When you were mentioning the, the, the episode about so, Social Club Misfits, did, were, did you talk about the one on – Social Club Misfits? Did you, well, did you talk about the one from Relevant or the one with Sam Collier? The one with Sam Collier. Okay. Because I was like, hang on. What does Social Club have to do with Sam Collier? Well, <clears throat> a lot. But um, Social Club came on a relevant podcast. You should go listen to that episode. That was really good. But I have a couple of things for you for your listening pleasure. Are you ready, Caleb? 
I'm ready. All right. So, um, Levitard and Friends, the South Beach Files, on episode 14, they interviewed Billy Corbin and Tony Bosch. And um, it's all about this new uh, this new movie that, that um, came out talking about biogenesis and all the steroid and doping stuff that happened. Um, it's called Screwball. And it was a great episode. And the documentary is out. Caleb, you can link to that. And it's pretty, pretty awesome. Um, that one was a great episode. I'm giving specific episodes, and then I'll tell you a couple podcasts in general to listen to. Gary Vaynerchuk, um, on his The Gary V Audio Experience, he gives an episode where he interviews – are you ready for it? He interviews himself. Okay. There's, there's an episode called 23 Minutes of Advice That Every Young Hustler Should Hear. Um, so Gary Vee, if you don't know who he is, one of the most inspirational people. He'll drop 20 F-bombs in five minutes, but at the same time, he's going to tell you just fire, straight fire advice. And he did it on this episode. Um, seriously, it's not just for young people to hear. I mean, his episode was so good, and um, it's a new format. He was trying out some new stuff, and it went great. Loved it. It was really, really good. Um, Bill on the Bill Simmons podcast. Bill had uh, Trevor Noah on. Mm-hmm. That episode was straight fire. Loved it. Go. And by the way, if you're not listening to the Bill Simmons podcast, it took me a long time. How long did that take me? Over a year? I don't know. Really I haven't time. been listening to it for a year. I was. You've been telling me about it for a year then. And I haven't listened to for it. To, for that to long, it? no, not that well, long. Whatever, I've been hearing about it for probably close to a year, mm-hmm. and I've just recently started in the last month. Actually, wait, never mind. It's been close to a year. Never mind. I was gonna say you've been listening to this thing for a while, and it's you're right. It's it's so good. Um, and then my last single episode that I have um for you is from the Art of Manliness podcast, and it's episode. 498 and it's called lessons in persistence from climber tommy caldwell um this guy is a crazy dude and um there's a wall that's never been climbed before Hmm. it's it's called it's like it's called uh the dawn wall and it's in yosemite national park and this guy tommy caldwell along with a friend uh became the first person to free climb it and he made it, and he talks about persistence, and I tell you what, there's a lot of great leadership principles that came out of that show. Loved it. Um, that That's another specific episode that was just, just fire. A couple of podcasts that are off the radar for you um, that maybe you don't know about that you should listen to. For my ministry friends, um, Kid Ministry Answers and also Youth Ministry Answers are two podcast episodes done by Stuff You Can Use. You need to start picking those up. If you're in student ministry, obviously, for youth, for the, the youth ministry one, if you're in kids ministry, do that one. If you are a person who likes to laugh a lot and you're just into that, um, you need to listen to the Joe Rogan podcast. He's been on fire recently. He's had some unbelievable guests on. Um, but <laughs> he had Kevin Hart on the other day. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. So um, do that. And then uh, if you are just looking – if you're into, like, spy stuff, like if you're into spy things, 
there's a podcast out called SpyCast. Go and listen. It is so interesting. Literally, they interview FBI agents and CIA agents about like spycraft. Cool. It's fascinating. Anyways, there you go. That's my podcast. Okay. Uh, we're gonna we'll conclude with kind of things that we've learned or challenged us it. this month. But before we get to that, I have a couple of uh articles that I would love to get Let's your thoughts it. on. So the first one is um is the article that Kyle Corver wrote in the Players Tribune oh, yeah. called Privileged. Yep. Oh man, it's just his—it's his experience of coming to terms with, uh, with his with his own privilege and realizing that he does have pri- privilege. And he's in a unique spot where, you know, I don't know what the percentage is, but the NBA—he's a—he's a basketball player. He plays in the NBA National Basketball Association, and you know the percentage is very high on African Americans who play in that league. And he's a white dude, and. Yeah, his perspective is very interesting, and I think that adds a layer to it because, in, mm-hmm. I mean, in his profession, you know, most of his teammates are are African American, and so I think he really peeled back some layers on that. I know it got that article got both acclaim but also some criticism, and so I, I loved it. I thought it was really interesting, a great perspective. Um, yeah, definitely a thought provoker. Yeah, and I think for me, what um, one of the things that has been kind of hammered home to me. Um, just recently is the idea that um you know privilege is a stewardship yeah yep that if you are privileged then you need to you need to be a good steward of it and use it for the sake of other people yep let's go okay here's another one is from carrie newhoff how to handle your critics like a pro not a toddler so I'll kind of give you some of the bullet points of that he says, and you can let me know. And even give me some of your thoughts of how you've dealt with criticism, Todd. Yep. Okay. Five ways to handle your critics. Don't respond for 24 hours. Just don't do it. <laughs> Ask yourself, is there any truth in this? These seem, hold on. Time out for a second. These seem like rules for Twitter. Could be. Oh, Now that you're saying these out loud, when I read this for the first time, I was like, these are rules for Twitter. Own what you can. Reply relationally. And discard the crud. Yep, rules for Twitter. I think discard the crud is really important. And I know that um, you don't get in your head about anything ever, but sometimes never. And man, I don't know how many times I know something's not true. Like, I just know it's not true. But it makes me very angry that it was even said. And I just let it in my brain, or I let it be, you know, I let it just grab a hold and it, I shouldn't. And I, it's almost like you can watch it coming. It's like whenever, you know, whenever I played baseball as a kid, right, and you see the pitch coming, and you can identify it. You know it's a slider. You can see it. And you still swing at it, and it's in the dirt, and it's like, what am I doing, right? Like, what am I doing? And I, I do that all the time where I just hang on to stuff, and I just let stuff in my brain just sit there that, that is just destructive. And I know, I know it's not true, but I just don't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I, th- I really liked reading The Way of the Warrior. Because yeah. I think it just, you know. Speaking I, I, of which, we forgot to mention this earlier. In case you missed it, Erwin was on the podcast earlier this week. Go oh, check it out. Hashtag Erwin McManus. I, I think for me, it's reply relationally. Like whether it be, uh, you know, someone sends me a text mm. and it feels like an attack. Like as much, I, I, I don't like doing it, but I know that the appropriate 
thing is, or if or it could be an email if is call or let's get face to face i try to avoid you yeah i know uh but then i think the other thing and this kind of goes into we just talk about with discard the crud is just realizing that most of you know whether it be the feelings or the emotions that are coming that people bring with them has almost nothing to do yeah most of the time like it is usually something else that's happening in their life and it's spilling over to to this area of life i'm with you okay uh, i got one more it's five things about leadership my 25 year old self never would have believed now we're not 25 but we're i'm tw- i turned 26 in may or i turned 27 in may yeah um, you're already 27 because you're old. Yeah, I'm an old man. You are an old man. Okay. So here's the five. You simply won't reach everyone. That's such a hard, especially in the business that we're in. That's hard because it has a spiritual component to it. But like, man, if you're a content creator, dude, I don't know how many times I've gotten in my head about that. Like, man, how can I reach? Sometimes, you know, like, hey, what you're doing just isn't for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a big one. The negative voices won't go away, but they will get left behind. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Wow. That's a huge truth. Never arriving becomes kind of fun. It means that there's so much you've learned that's behind you, so much you're experiencing around you, and so much to explore ahead of you. Mm. Man, isn't that so in true? Podcasting, I feel that's so true. I just feel like that in life, that there's, like, I've learned a ton of things, but I've still feel like there's so much more to go yeah um awesome often lies on the other side of awful dear lord i hope that's true yeah let's hope that i know true. that i know that's true but in the moment it does not always feel Hashtag like that. dating life also last one you're a mess and you're loved i think that's something Hashtag jesus life i think that's something i'm learning right now and we could just kind of i guess move into like life lessons that we've learned in April or whatever. I don't know what a good term is to call these, but I think that's something that I've learned is, um, man, how, how unconditionally God loves me. And I don't, and I understand that I don't get it completely, but like, I've really been identifying this, this past month of lies that I've believed as a kid. And like for one for me is that, you know, I just grew up thinking that I couldn't show emotion in front of other people because I felt like I had to be, I felt like I had to be the perfect person and I couldn't mess up. You are the perfect person. Thanks, Todd. You're welcome. But I look back on that and I go, man, like the Caleb of six years old or the Caleb of 10 years ago or the Caleb of 19 year old Caleb, 19 year old Caleb. And yet God goes, hey, I, I want to let in going, you know, hey, I'm glad that you're working through the stuff that you're working through, but I just need to let you know, like, even whenever you didn't work through that stuff, my love for you has not changed. Like, even whenever you were believing those lies. Hashtag true. Hashtag true. I got one for you. Yeah. It's never as bad as your worst day. It's never as true as your best day, but it's never the average of both. The truth about what you're going through 
is oftentimes determined by effort, attitude, and gratitude. Boom. There you go. Uh, and this this goes back to, I feel like I reference this on every single monthly podcast, or at least the past few, but Brene Brown's book, Dare to Lead. Like one of the things, and I think I've said this statement on the podcast at least a couple of times probably, but the statement that leaders need to invest a reasonable amount of time in, uh, in, in dealing with people's feelings and emotions, otherwise they'll spend an amount of time. I was going through it again, and I saw it said in a different way in there that I have never seen or I had even thought of before, and it's that we need to spend a reasonable amount of time investing in our own feelings and our own emotions. Otherwise, we will spend an unreasonable amount of time dealing with the behaviors of our emotions and our behaviors. Sorry, emotions and feelings. Hey, Brene, do you want to come on the podcast? Please do. Also, uh, I'll give you one last one, and then you can give us uh, yours. I'm learning how... how uh, no, I got two. Sorry. You only have time for one. Too bad. I'm learning how important it is to ask advice of people and just get another perspective from others um, and being willing to humble yourself, even if it's for someone that um, that you're not sure about. And it requires vulnerability. Like, it requires you being vulnerable enough to share, here's what's going on. And then I think the last thing is, I've learned the just the power there can be in simply asking to hear someone else's story. I did that. Um, I did that this past month with a couple of people who I work with um, just to get to know them better. And um, man, just their, their, just their gratitude blew me away because I'm like, this is just something that you should do. But I guess not everybody does. But anyway, I've learned I've learned the power that you can communicate um, to people by asking for their story. My big takeaway is it's weird to ask people for their story. <laughs> oh, you are ridiculous. Love and stuff. Is that really it? You don't have anything else? I'm, hey, I'm just, I'm Jay chilling, man. I'm Jay Chillin. I was here for the resources. You were here for the wisdom. Let's go. Okay. There we go. So that is our April, April baby. 2019 What We Learned episode. To check out anything that we talked about, go to our show notes, and you will definitely not miss any of them. Caleb always has to work overtime for this episode. I love it. So also, if you enjoyed this episode, you're not going to want to miss our next episode with Dolly Chu to where we talk with her about um, implicit bias and unconscious bias. Let's go. And you're not going to want to miss that episode. And the best way to make sure you don't miss that episode is by subscribing on whatever podcast player you use. It's totally free. Also, leave us a rating and write a review while you're at it. Just go do it. Five star preferable. Exactly. Anyway, thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Learner's Corner Podcast. My name is Kayla Mason. My name is not Kayla Mason. It is, in fact, Todd Hicksonball. And until next time, keep learning and keep growing. Deuces, y'all.